You are listening to the Legal Community Podcast, hosted by Guy Remond and Dave Zampano, powered by Guider. Guider provides self-service online legal documents supported by your local attorney. Fast, affordable, and in your own time. For more information and resources, please visit guider.legal and enjoy the show. And welcome to the Legal Community Podcast. I am Lisa Rozier, joined with Dave Zampano and Guy Remond. And today's special guest is Julia DeRocha. And Julia, you have a lot of different things that you do. But the first and foremost, you are joining us today from as a consumer perspective to talk about just mindset that you see. You're in the digital art, graphic art. You're a phenomenal storyteller. You have your own art studio. So we were talking about all of the different guests and all of our different types of community that we serve, clearly the legal industry, we thought it would be great to bring a consumer's perspective on. I'll open the floor to Dave and Guy for any questions, but if they don't have any, I'd love to just, who are you as a person? And and do you even know about the Legal Community Podcast? Let's start with that. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. I've been in the creative business for about 20 years. So I've been doing graphic design, marketing for legal attorneys and financial advisors as well. And on the side, I create my own children's book. I'm part of nonprofits. I license my artwork to, you know, Target and Home Goods and things like that. So I'm all over the place. And I love being part of this creative, but I also love my day job. I love creating for the attorneys and and having my creativity out there that, you know, I get to express on a daily basis. So let me ask you a question. You're never supposed to ask a lady your age. I'm not going to ask you your age. But for for purpose of the listeners, would you classify yourself as a millennial? No, I'm a Gen X. Okay. So I'm in my mid forties. If we got you, you know, I have my age because I don't look my age. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Well, what I love about that though, Julia is, because I have a sneaky suspicion that what you're going to share with us, we would think we're talking to a millennial. And the fact that now this is starting to edge into the Gen X generation, yes. I think is more telling. Well, I, you know, I didn't start being in the computer for me, dealing with the computer. It was in my mid-20s. I didn't grow up with computers. I mean, I grew up with the Nintendos, the Ataris and all of that from the beginning, but never like dealing with computers. I had to learn how to type in my early twenties. So this is later, kind of later in midlife that I, you know, I started dealing with this, but being in this business for 20 years, it taught me that computer is everything, everything we do from, I went and searched my accountant online. I didn't go to and stepped into an office locally. This person is probably from somewhere in a different state that I deal with. And it's great. And I love it. I love that I get to do everything. Like everything, even from the nonprofit that I'm part of, they're based in Africa. And I was able to go and travel to Africa. Everything I connected, connecting with people online, <laughs> because that is the new future. That is everything. Even wishing to have a birthday. We don't call people anymore. We wish them through Facebook, happy birthday, or send them an e-card or, you know, we just don't. It, it's, I still like the cake though. So, it's, <laughs> it, well, yeah, 
But I have to say there's sort of a freedom to dealing things online and then just having the freedom to do the things that is important to you later and not being tied down to something. And that's, I think that's what we're heading, that everything is, let's do something fast and not worry about it, not just create it. And then you're off to spend more time with your family, spend more time, things that matter the most to you. And so that's, I think that's where we're, in, in my, my perspective, at least, that's, you know, what we're doing right now. So I've got a quick question for you, Julia, if that's okay. And listen, in March 2020, the world shut down and we lost our ability to have that on the whole. We lost our ability to have that in-person connection with the range of people that we had, the ability to travel and go and see people further afield. Do you think that's had a long-lasting effect on the way that we now socialize and interact with people? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I look back into my childhood, my teenage years, and it's night and day to how we're interacting nowadays. You can see the, the division, that line of division of how it used to be and how it was. it's currently going right now. Definitely, there's an impact, but I'm an introvert. So for me, that's not out of the norm. And I am in, in the business where I have to concentrate. I can't have many people around me that I need to sort of be in my own little bubble to create. And I think a lot of creators are sort of in that kind of mentality too, that they need that to have that little bubble around them. But that's my perspective. So how do you think that's translated into the way that people interact with businesses? The level of freedom and the stress and the anxiety. I don't feel stressed. I don't feel that anxiety if I need to get out or interact, I think, I guess. I'm not- like pre-vet, it sounds oh, like you can go do a little research ahead of time. Yeah, when you I have to commit to- Yes, that's that my external. personality too. That's my personality, <clears throat> that I love to do research before anything else. I need to be more informed. Yeah. So going back to Guy's question, when he said, you know, we had a huge shift in this world shut down and everybody had to get adjusted. So fast forward now is how are you embracing technology for your everyday life? I mean, you were saying you had your accountant and you have your nonprofit, but, you know, this is the legal community. We have a ton of lawyers that are listening. I think it would be from a perspective when would you do your legal matters online and when would you walk through someone's door? Well, I just did the guider online last night and it was so easy. I always say that my top five anxiety stress things, the attorneys would be one of those five top five. <laughs> now I can just cross cross it out <laughs> because it was so easy, so breezy. It was like, oh, this is not like going to a doctor's office or this is great that I can just do it really quickly within 20 minutes answer the questions. And even if I didn't answer the questions, there was a little information, little button that I can just read. And that would clarify my my question as to what, what I needed to answer. I kind of love doing things online because I love to do the research. I love to look around and not like go to sort of an office, step into an office. I don't know. I just, I feel the pressure that I need to commit if I go to an office versus let me just make the decision on my own. And yeah, kind of like the old days when you were shopping for a car, you went to 10 car lots, right? 
And like now you don't. It, no, now now you do everything online and then you pick the one that had believe it or not, for my world, I picked the one that had the easiest platform to use. Yeah. Because for me, you know, I'm not technically, you know, advanced. I I mean I'm pretty good, but I I, I you know, so for me, I'm always looking when when there's all these things and you gotta hit certain buttons, there are too many buttons you got to hit. Like I get lost in it. it, So I really look for that simple. Sounds like that was your experience in doing your planning, which is great to hear from our side. Let me ask you this question. Here's one of the thoughts though I have on the other side, because I like you, I'm one of those consumers. I'm a boomer. So when you get to there, I like the ease of not having to go to 10 offices or, and, and like you said, there's a certain when you're together in person, there's almost like a higher level expectation and things of that nature, a little more pressure, if you will. How do you protect yourself, Julia, online? And what I mean by that is, you know, there's a lot of great things online that aren't so great and you don't know. How do you know you're, you know, I don't know. I don't do enough online stuff to know how to be aware of what to look for when it might be something that's not so honorable. Good question. Like when I looked for the accountant online, I follow a lot of artists who are trustworthy and they're the one who recommended. So there's a lot of word, word of community. Yeah. So you're relying on community. Also research testimonials, ratings online. You know, you have to look through all of those, those channels and see, yes, this person I do trust. um, That's funny. Cause I'm talking about, even when I go buy a product online, whether it's at Amazon or somewhere else, I'm always looking at the number of stars. But I only look at the number of stars and I look at the number of reviews because that's independent third parties. Like that's all built into the technology. So that's right. independent verification, yeah. which is, I guess, another reminder of out there of things that, you know, could help protect us against that. Absolutely. So Julia, you had mentioned prior to us jumping around that you did take some time listening to the legal community podcast and you had said something Guy, what you were saying, that's me. Can you can you talk a little bit into that? I think if you listen to the last episode, that was just the consumerism, like everything done online, that is me. That is the new norm. That is the new generation. That is even my generation. That is the way that things are going to be done right now. Um, can, can I jump in with an example as well? So this is a really relevant one at the moment. So COVID caught up with me a few days ago. You know, I'm doing the right thing. I'm kind of isolating and just making sure that I don't go around infecting hundreds of people. But my wife went out and I thought, Do you know what, what, what shall I have for lunch? And I looked in the cupboard. It wasn't very inspiring. And I thought, I know, I'm going to have a McDonald's, but obviously I can't just knit down to McDonald's at the moment. So I just wanted Uber Eats. And within 20 minutes of going on there, someone was knocking at my door, smiley face with a, a bag full of food that... Probably shouldn't be eating, but it's really nice. But there's so many different uses for technology now. And I'm in my mid-50s and, you know, I use technology for absolutely everything. I, I run my life on my phone from security cameras to alarms to business, you know, social stuff. Just as Julie said before, I say happy birthday to people I'd not, uh, I would normally 10 years ago would never have said happy birthday to because they're slightly outside my circle. But I know them. But now I can wish them happy birthday because it's easy, right? So technology opens up a whole world of possibilities. And it used to be of a certain age. And I think what we're finding now is that age range is widening all the time. 
are just used to living their life online. And there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, you can mix that with meeting in person. It doesn't mean to say you don't do the in-person stuff. It just makes meeting people in person easier because you've got ways of organizing things like WhatsApp groups now that are just super easy. So, you know, I just think it, as well as being able to do things in the way you've always done, and this is a really good analogy for Guider, you can still go to your lawyer if that's what you want to do. If that's if that's your thing, you can do that. But if you don't want to, you don't have to anymore. And, and you can just do things online and you don't have to worry about going to the office. There's also one other point that will resonate with some people and, and won't resonate with others. But there's an environmental factor here. You don't have to make three trips to a lawyer anymore to go and do something in person. You can just do it all online. Your environmental impact for, for performing that one task is way lower than it would have been if you'd kind of done it in person. So I just thought that was a reasonable point to bring up as well. Yeah, I think that's all powerful stuff. I mean, taking a step back, I remember the conversation, we'll say even 10 years ago, it was, well, technology, the cell phone, the internet, the social media platforms, those are for those quote unquote young people, right? And now fast forward and you're having your 85th-year-old grandmother that's on the social media platform. So technology is for everyone and everybody is embracing it in all different facets. And I think, Julia, by having you on, on as our guest today just really helped it just bring that perspective from a consumer to the table of all the conversations that we've been having. And it's almost like you've confirmed everything that, you know, you have confirmed everything that we've been saying in terms of consumers are looking for efficient, easy, convenient ways to continue to conduct their life. Those are the exact words to sum it up. Yeah. You know, I was listening and I want to, I want to get your opinion on this, Julia, maybe even yours guy, you know, as I'm listening, something hit me when we developed Guider, for example, the, the concept was always make legal services more accessible to people less expensively. Right. But when Guy was giving his examples, I was just resonated that I used DoorDash. I bring dinner to my dad every Tuesday night. And some nights when I can't get there, I will DoorDash him his nice dinner that he's used to getting. But what I realized is it's not less expensive. It's way more expensive. In other words, they're adding all these fees and all these other things. But then what I realized is that we're willing to pay for that convenience. So technology could be more expensive, but providing a tremendous service, or it can be less expensive by digitizing down. How do you see that in your use of technology? What what you're talking about is time. You're trading in time, time that you have to do something that you can give a time to a different something. You're buying time, right? So you're, you're just trading the time, the freedom, that freedom to do things. And so that is what I see it as myself is that you're you're swapping it. That yeah. it's not that it's expensive. Well, I mean it is, but what is that time worth? Those are the decisions we get to make. Absolutely, each and, use you know, of the platforms. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's a, it's a a great way to kind of end the the podcast. That isn't it? You know the fact that you know technology and potentially money sometimes just buys you time, and that's one of the most important thing in any human's life is the ability to have time to do the stuff they really want to do. 
Yeah, like go watch our news feeds and stuff like that, right, guy? <laughs> Listen to the podcast. Yeah, my wife has a term for me. She calls me fifth grade mean girl because she goes, you're always on that phone. But, I, but you, I'm not on it doing anything, but I'm looking to see, like you said, people I haven't seen in a long time checking. Oh, wow. So-and-so is doing well. I hadn't seen in a long time. But also these other things come along that make you aware of new services available and, and new conveniences. So it's a never-ending battle. Yeah. And just from my perspective, as a busy mom that doesn't have a lot of time, I use technology because (laughs) I I can't fit it into my schedule. So technology has absolutely accommodated every single person on this planet in one way or another in their needs. And, you know, circling all back to the guider platform for me, when I have to do those important things and I'm busy during the nine to five work hours, that's when I turn to technology for specific industry services because I can get it at my fingertips. And that's the beauty of Guider. I can sit down and do my planning at any given time. And Julia, you said you just did your planning and it was quick and easy and you it was paid after work <laughs> and you didn't have to worry about finding your lawyer. So oh, no, that was the beauty yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you got to stay right in your studio. And I get to stay. You got to create a nice picture to really resonate that experience for us. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, Julia, for joining us today. It was really refreshing to have a, a perspective from a consumer to come in and talk to us about technology. Really, the reason I think the the generation now that they're not doing their plans, they're not doing their health, uh, state plan and trusts and all of that, is that they think that it's catered to the wealthy. The second one, they think that it's catered to the family, that you have to be married and have children, and that's not the case. And the third one is we're young, we're mortals. So we we don't need to do it now. Just doing it yesterday in 20 minutes, that's sort of kind of like. How did you feel afterward? How did you feel? I feel great because I felt like this, this, and I had this thought, oh, I need to do it well. I need to have something set up. And it was always in the back of my mind, but I always thought that it was just catered to the wealthy, to the person who had X amount of money, the look, what's the family, the wealth, and all of that. That was my mentality. And that was just not the case as I'm answering the questions like, oh, no, no, no. This is is pretty. And you make it your own. You're able to make it your own and relevant to you, which is great. And that little sense of relief, it sounds like when you were done. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was, it was just like, oh, one less thing that I have to worry about. And that I know that if anything happens, it's taken care of. Fabulous. We're glad that it worked for you that way. Thank you, Julia, for being here. It was great getting this great, what I call ground level perspective, you know, from the users, someone who just recently did it and kind of shifted their perspective. So thank you. It really helps me understand what we've done and hopefully some of the other uh, listeners. So thank you so much. And I would recommend you know, listening to the other podcasts because yeah, it's definitely eye opener and I, I just love hearing it. Thanks, Julia. And for those that are listening, you can get our additional episodes just by going to guider.legal. Thank you everyone and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Legal Community Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Visit us at guider.legal for more information and please review and share this show. We'll see you next time.